what we do here is go back, 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 back. back. Should we get this shit started? How about that? Oh, that's a bad fade. Let me fade it. Here we go. Mm. Alright, that's a good fade right there. Look at that. You hear it fading out? And it's gone. Look at that. Maybe not. Alright, now it's gone. Sorry. Sorry. Can you guys fucking hear me? You guys, I'm tired of you guys bitching. Ryan, the podcast is too quiet. Hey, dude, the podcast is too quiet. Shut the fuck up. Fucking deal with it. What, do you want me to go fucking quiet? No, I don't like that. I don't like being quiet. Maybe I should go minus point three, four. Is this loud enough for you fuckers? God damn it. Dude, sorry, the podcast is going to be late this week. It's 10.26 p.m. East Coast, United States. Because you boy Mr. Worldwide. Alright, you know I'm Mr. Worldwide. I'm out there. I'm over in Japan. I'm over in Ireland. Ireland, shout out. Shout out, Ireland. I think it's foggy there all the time. And I think you rich people live in castles. So, sorry, man. Shout out, UK. United Kingdom. Shout out, uh, Germany. And your fucking Oktoberfest beers. I've been enjoying those. Almost fucked the words up. All good. What about the Mars and Style Lagers? You guys like those? I've been fucking putting a couple of those down. Because your boy, first of all, your boy's invested in beer. That's right. Got a little opportunity this week. A couple, little bit of a beer opportunity for your boy. And I was like, well, I can't pass this up. You know? I'm a businessman. You know, I'm a big businessman. I ain't no small businessman. I'm a big businessman. That's right, dog. I'm a big businessman. I don't fuck around. I don't I don't fuck around out here. Uh, so that's why this podcast is late. I've been dealing with some shit. I've been dealing with some biz. been taking care of biz. Talking biz with my lady. My consultant is Dana, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> the The best part about investments is you will find out. All right? That's the best part about it. Oh, sorry. Brought my phone too close. <sighs> I know. You all want to come on here and you want to hear me talk about, you know, all the countries that listen to me. Shout out Australia. Everything's upside down over there. The toilet water flows backwards. At least that's what they told me in high school. And I went with it because I was too dumb to look it up myself. Um, yeah, man. I'm fucking, I'm invested, baby. And you know it. I'm invested like a motherfucker. I'm out here invested in everything. You, you name it, I'm in it. Casinos, boom, I'm in it. Gaming apps, I'm in it. 
airlines, I'm in it. You you don't need to tell me what to get into because I'm already in it. You know what I mean? Don't tell me, hey, Ryan, you should, I'm already in it. Hey, you should really look into, oh, what was that? I'm already in it. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Oh, you think Tesla's big? I'm in it, dude. I might be in it for partial shares, okay? I might be in it for $50, but that's none of your fucking business. How about that? How about that, motherfucker? Forgot my water on the other side of the room because I'm a dumbass. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We make mistakes on this podcast. And you know what? We make mistakes together. And it's all good. (laughs) We make mistakes together because you listen. You made the mistake of turning it on. I made the mistake of recording it and fucking water water bottle all the way over there. Can't even talk right now. Because it's late, dude. I woke up hours ago. I woke up how many hours ago? 17 hours ago? Yikes. And you think I'm going to peak right now for the next 45 to 50 minutes? We're in for a long one, boys. Hold on tight, boys and girls. I know women listen to this podcast. I know that. I know that because I'm Mr. Worldwide. I'm all over. Where do you want me to be? You want me to be over there? I'm over there. You want me to be over here? I'm over there. I'm on the, all these sides of the world, baby. Japan, shout out Japan. I drive your cars. I like that you listen to my podcast. It's a win-win. Japan listens to my podcast, dude. I'm all in. Dude, I'll fucking go to Japan. I'll go anywhere in Japan. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to Japan. And they'll be like, what? Just tell, my, just tell family members. I'm going to Japan. They're like, why? I'm like, I got a couple podcast listeners over there. How many? Two. They really want to see me. So I'm going. Leave me alone. Investing, though, is crazy, man. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you all about it after I slam the microphone down on the nightstand. Um, I'm going to tell you all about, all about it because I, I'm an investor, dude, and I think the future, and I think there's this weird uh, pullback with adults when it comes to investing because they think you need, especially adults that don't have you know, tons of money, I think that there's this weird pullback when it comes to people where they're like, you need thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest. When in reality, nowadays, you need five bucks, even less. You need a dollar, and you can be in the game. You can be in the partial shares game. Get started with less than a dollar at Robinhood, Webull, whatever other fucking apps there are. I'm sure there's tons. But you can be in the game, man. You could be in it hard. Favorite stock, name a stock. Amazon, put $2 on it, dude. Tesla, put a couple dollars on it. Just get in on partial shares, dude. I don't give a fuck. And the good thing about owning stocks, especially when you're stupid like me, when you're stupid like me and you own stocks, you know what you can do? Just use their products. Like now, I told Dana, I'm like, hey, we're only flying Spirit from now on. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we're only flying Spirit, sorry. It's not like we flew first class when we went to Florida last year anyways. We flew Frontier. I mean, that was the only direct flight, but I'll fucking fly Spirit. I don't give a damn. What do I care? You know? The big yellow planes. You know what it looks like to me when they fly across the sky? Money. Money. Looks like money bags, man. Flying across the sky. Wow. You hear that? That's fucking money flying by. But, dude, it's crazy because people that I'm friends with, 
Dude, some of my friends, honestly, they don't even want to listen. Like they, they laugh when it comes to investing. And I just think to myself, dude, I know it's cringy because you could be that guy that reads like Rich Dad, Poor Dad or like a Tony Robbins book, you know, that fucking giant. And then you could be like, dude, I'm an investor. Hey, dude, I invest. And like and nobody wants to hear that guy talk, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to just get people away from this mentality that they need to like, because there are a lot of people, they get a job, right? And they're like, oh, I make 50 grand a year. And it's like, okay. But they're like two paychecks away. Like if they miss two paychecks, they're bankrupt. So I, I don't want my friends living like that. So I'm trying to get them into investing, but, you know, they don't, uh, they don't listen to me. So I was thinking about starting a little YouTube channel, a little live YouTube channel where we just... You know, every morning we just give you a stock to invest a dollar in. Like, I'll just be like, all right, this morning we're hammering. Like, basically it would be Jim Cramer, but, like, with dollars. Like, one dollar. Uh, I think that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're just sitting there. You're like, all right, good morning. It's 9.15. Look like we're hammering today. A pre-market. We're looking at uh, Amazon. Put a dollar on it. Everyone get their dollars out. And you shake a dollar in front of the camera. Everyone get their dollars out. And everyone's like, yeah, I got my dollar out. And they fucking invest their fucking dollar. And then you know what? You know what happens? It turns into a dollar twenty-five. And you know what? It's a free 25 cents. And then we take that money and we run. And we put it somewhere else. I don't know where we put it next, but we'll put it somewhere. And that's all that matters, man. We're putting it somewhere other than fucking spending it on fucking monster energy drinks. And God, I can't even talk. You know, it ruins a bit when you can't finish a sentence. Energy drinks. Like, I'm fucking slow. And that's not even a disrespect to slow people. I'm the disrespect. Slow people. And what? I mean, fuck, I'm fucking this up, aren't I? They're going to be somebody like, dude, they're not slow people, okay? They're actually. Go fuck yourself, okay? Look, listen, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anymore. All right. I know what you all came here for. You all came here because you said you, I got done listening to the podcast last week and then you were like, oh, oh, and then you watched some hockey this weekend. And then you know what you thought to yourself? You're like, oh, I can't wait for that motherfucker to come on the podcast and tell us about how sad he is about the Maple Leafs losing. And you know what? You're fucking right. All right. Because I was hoping when I was doing this podcast, that those motherfuckers would have won the draft lottery and everything would have been okay and we're drafting first overall and I would have been able to shove it all in your faces. Like, guess what? I didn't even want to win. I wanted to lose. It's part of the plan, but guess what? It's not part of the plan. Those motherfuckers. God damn it. So last week, on, on Monday, I did the podcast, right? So I didn't see Tuesday's game where the Leafs came out and played like fucking world beaters. They came out and shut down the Blue Jackets. I think they won two or three to nothing. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. And so then it was 1-1. And we go to Thursday. I go over to a buddy's house who I guess roots for the Blue Jackets, but he lives in Cleveland. And listen, Columbus, no disrespect. But your city is overrated. Fuck, see what I mean? No disrespect, Columbus. Your city's overrated. And you know it. And you know it. It's a fucking fake-ass capital, and you know it. The best part is you do know it. You're self-aware. Your city sucks. 
Your city sucks. You have nothing compared to the city of Cleveland. Cleveland's the real capital. Los Angeles is the capital of California. It's just we don't call it that. They have none of the responsibilities, just as Cleveland does. Ryan, what do you mean? I mean, here in Cleveland, we have a basketball team. Columbus, do you have a basketball team? No, you got a soccer team. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, do you have a football team? I mean, you have a football team in the crew, but who gives a shit about MLS? Am I right? And we have the Browns. It's not the most proud thing. It's not the most, you know, important thing to be proud of, but we have them. Do you have a basketball team? Nope. We got the Cavaliers. They have a championship in 2016. What did the Blue Jackets have, by the way? Oh, they won a playoff series last year? Oh, they won a playoff series. Oh, wow. That's it? Only a playoff series? The Maple Leafs have 13 Stanley Cups. And yes, did a lot of them come with six teams in the league? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not fucking worried about that. I wasn't alive. I don't give a shit. They all, they're all all the same to me. And one day, we'll get a fucking another. How about that? You fucking assholes down in Columbus. Go fuck yourself, dude. Fucking. God damn it. Fuck those people in Columbus. Anyways, Thursday, I'm at a buddy's house drinking Pink Whitney, of course, the drink of choice for a hockey game. Leafs, it's off to a great start. It's three to nothing with 30 minutes to go. Halfway through the game, we're fucking steamrolling those bastards and their stupid jerseys. And I'm just like, hey, we're in this now. Three nothing. This is where we take control, take a 2-1 series lead, and shove it up their ass. But what happens? Those cross-checking, fucking tripping, fucking, you know, assholes down in Columbus. What do they do? They play that shitty game. Because they know they're not very skilled, so they got to get dirty. You know, because I was that kid. I was that kid in fucking high school and middle school that wasn't athletic like the other kids. Like, wasn't as athletic. So when it came, push came to shove, I had to hit harder. I had to get in there and I had to get nasty. I had to muck it up. And you know what Columbus did? They mucked it up, and they got away with it because the fucking referees, you know, they're not going to call as much in the playoffs, and that's okay. I don't blame them. I blame my own team for not standing up to them because, you know, they took Jake Muzzin out by almost trying to break his freaking neck in game two in a cross-check with a minute to play. So you know what? Sure. I don't blame the referees. I blame myself for thinking it would be different. How about that? How's that for a fucking spiel? But anyways, they blow a three-goal lead. Pierre-Luc Dubois, the fucking stepson to Austin Matthews, who's actually a really good player. Or Pierre-Luc Dubois, don't tell me he's on the same level as Austin Matthews. The guy can't even score 50 points in a season. Call me when Pierre-Luc Dubois scores 50 points. All right? Then we'll talk. Anyways, he gets a fucking hat trick. And then I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And then Friday night, a back-to-back. I got to sit in my room, all by my lonesome, sulking. As I watched the Blue Jackets dominate for 55 minutes. And then you know what happened. And then do you know what happened? Because it was over. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to root for the Hurricanes because they seem like a lot of fun because they win games. And then, you know, I'll root for them for the next couple weeks because they're also playing the Bruins. And fuck the Bruins. You know what? Fuck you, Boston. All right? Fuck you guys over in Boston. Who gives a shit about Boston anymore, honestly? 
They used to have a statue of that guy that rode through. The British are coming. The British go go fuck yourself, you powdered wig faggot. Oh god, I said faggot again. Anyways, what was I mad about? Oh yeah, so they're down three to nothing. Five minutes ago, I'm texting everybody. I'm like, you know what? It was a good season. It was a strange season. It'll be fine. And then they get one goal, and I'm like, don't give me hope. All right, don't give me hope. I think it was Nylander got the goal. I'm like, don't even, don't even try with this bullshit. All right. And then Johnny T, Captain Johnny Toronto, he comes down, he snipes one over the shoulder. And I'm like, really? It took you guys 70 shots to figure out this guy named Elvis? Is that what it took? 70 shots, and now it's 3-2. to two, 30 seconds remaining. Cross ice pass to Austin Matthews. Back to Zach Hyman, who then shovels it through the arm of Elvis. And we're looking at a 3-3 game, and I'm like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. Overtime in hockey, by the way. Now, if you don't watch hockey, what I just explained to you won't make any sense. But when you score three goals, it was empty net. They pulled the goalie. Patrick Waugh would be proud of pulling the goalie. You know, Patrick Waugh. That motherfucker that Montreal fucking ran out of town because he couldn't stop a goal and his coach was a dumbass. The ghost of Patrick Waugh haunts the Canadians, even though they did take out the Penguins and fuck both of them. Fuck the Canadians. Fuck the Penguins. Thank God that the Penguins didn't win the lottery because that fucking you, the last thing that franchise needed was another number one overall pick. I mean, Jesus. And fuck the Canadians, too. Carey Price standing on his head. And you know what? Screw you. Screw the Canadians. I hope Philly, I hope those bastards in Philly with their fucking fat fucking man tits run you out of town even though they're all playing in Toronto god damn it anyways if you don't watch hockey how about you pick a team watch a game and if that game goes to overtime especially if there was a heart like imagine the Leafs come back down by three and then lose in the overtime period that would be heart-wrenching. And so when you're watching the game and overtime's happening and you really get nervous every shot for the other team. When the, every, every, the other team, every shot the other team takes is literally life or death. And that's what I don't like about overtime in hockey because it makes my blood pressure go up. And it did. It made my blood pressure go up. And then when they put that goal in, I lost my shit. It might have been the four Pink Whitney's I had. To the dome. It might have... <laughs> it might have been that. Or it just could have been... That I was excited. Sorry about the long pause. Had to yawn. No one wants to hear that. But it could have just been I was fucking pumped. Austin Matthews with his fucking great mustache that Dana said, I can't grow a mustache. You know what? I do what I want. I won't grow a mustache. Because you know what? Fuck those people. Fuck the people that have, like, high expectations. And they're like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, can't you make some concessions for your fucking significant other? Huh? How about that? Can't you make some? If you could fix your physical appearance without going under the knife in surgery, wouldn't you do it for your significant other? 
that's the whole point of a relationship is having expectations and then and standards and then realizing my standards are maybe out of line and then realizing, hey, maybe I have to give some concessions here because I really like this person. And then, oh, yeah, maybe I'm an asshole too and I have problems. Maybe some self-reflection and some self-awareness is important in a relationship. And, yeah, I know this because I've been doing it for a long time. So thanks. But anyways... What else do I have in these fucking notes? Nothing, man. (laughs) I got nothing this week, dude. What do you want? What do you want from me? I got nothing. It's late as fuck. I didn't even think I was going to do this today, but I had the energy, and I'm powering through, and I'm disappointed about my hockey team. The thing about hockey is when you lose a 3-0 shutout game in game in a deciding game, 3 to nothing in the deciding game. You know what you realize about yourself? You sit there and since I've started watching hockey and when you get shut out and you watch the whole game and you're sitting there afterwards and it's late and you got to wake up the next morning and you're just sitting there and you go, "Hey man, did I just waste 2 hours of my life, two and a half hours of my life?" The answer is yes. And then you lay down, and then you wake up at 3 in the morning not knowing where you are, and you're in the same place you were four hours ago. You just didn't realize it because you were so distraught about how you wasted two and a half hours of your life. And those are the feelings I had after last night's game. So sorry that things are a little out of whack for me this week, you know? It's my last week of school. I'm powering through. Woe is me. Listen, he's complaining again. Oh, Jesus. Hey, man. I'm just trying to... Hey, man. I'm just trying to watch some hockey, man. You know what? Good luck to the Columbus Blue Jackets. You guys want to play the NHL bracket game with me? How about that? How about we waste five minutes doing that? Nobody gives a fuck. But I'm going to do it. All right. NHL bracket. Here we go. You guys want to play along? Here we go. We're in the league here. What are we picking? All right, you guys want to pick? We got the Knights and the Blackhawks. Because we know football is not happening this year, so we might as well get on board with hockey. All right, I know everyone's like, dude, football is going to happen. They don't care about their players. I'm like, yeah, that's the problem. Um, All right, who are we picking? We got Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, who beat the Edmonton Oilers, who, by the way, Edmonton, how many generational talents have you had? You had Wayne Gretzky when you came into the NHL, okay? Now, I don't mean to isolate my Canadian fans here, followers, or whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves. But honestly, you had Gretzky. You gave him to the Kings. And then you had Messier, and he won you a cup. And then you said, get the fuck out of here. And then you had to wait. And then I think you had a cup run a couple years ago. Who gives a fuck? And then you get, you luck into fucking Connor McDavid. Connor McJesus. And you still can't win a playoff series. Even a qualifying round. I mean, Jesus Christ, Edmonton, get your shit together. I don't even know if I could point out Edmonton on a map. Anyways, isn't it right above Calgary? Um, 
anyways, first round matchup. We got the Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks. Who we picking? We picking Vegas. How about that? You know why we're picking Vegas? Because the Blackhawks suck. And I can't believe they made it this far. Good luck to them. Whatever. They'll lose in four games. Hey, good to see you. Gotta go. That's what's going to happen. Colorado, Arizona. Arizona with Phil the Thrill Kessel. But Colorado with Nady Mack. I mean, no no game for me. No game for me. Give me Colorado and Nate Mack. Dallas and Calgary. You know what? Is it Calgary or Calgary? I'm going Calgary. Um, I'm picking Dallas. They play stingy defense. How about that? St. Louis, Vancouver. I mean, come on, Vancouver. You guys burn down your city every time you win or lose. So what makes this any different? Give me St. Louis. And now you got St. Louis versus Vegas. Reigning cup champions versus the Vegas Golden Knights. I can't name you a player on the Knights, so pick. give me St. Louis. All right, give me the fucking Blues. Colorado, Dallas. Dallas doesn't have enough offense. Give me Colorado. St. Louis, Colorado. Western Conference Final. Give me Nate Mack in Colorado. Nady Mack, going to put him on his back. Kale McKay, put him on his back. Let's go to the East before we get to the Stanley Cup Final. Philly, Montreal. Hey, Montreal, go fuck yourselves. You're out, you French-Canadian bastards. You're done. Philly's going on. Tampa, Columbus. As much as it pains me, I hate both these fucking teams, but give me Columbus, all right? Because Tampa, your best player got hurt against fucking Philly, and guess what? You're screwed. So give me, give me, give me Columbus, sorry. Washington, New York. I hate watching both these teams, but I think Washington gets the edge. Boston, Carolina. Jesus Christ. Give me Carolina. Boston, did they even win a game? <sighs> Back to the top here. Philly over Columbus, of course. Columbus, not enough offense. Washington, Carolina. Give me Carolina. Give me the Hurricanes. Storm surge, baby. We're going all the way. Philly, Carolina. Storm surge, baby. We're rolling on through. And then Colorado, Carolina. Give me Carolina. Sebastian Ajo, that baby-faced motherfucker. Ooh, maybe, maybe I should pick Colorado, huh? Patrick Waugh is my favorite team when I was growing up. No, I'm picking Carolina. Fuck it. Fuck it. That bore you guys? Me doing my Stanley Cup picks? Did that bore you enough? Did that fucking make you turn this podcast off? Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself. So I don't have any guests. I did. You guys want a little bit more nerdy shit that I've been doing? I've been watching a lot of rock and roll videos online. They posted the whole Wembley Stadium Foo Fighters concert. And since the Foo Fighters officially canceled their tour, I decided to watch most of it. I didn't I didn't see it all, but I decided to watch most of that uh, fucking uh, concert. And it was fucking great. Dave Grohl can put on a fucking show. All right, he can put on a show with the best of them. And he can do it in a way that I don't even know is possible. Like, he does it, and it's fucking magnetic, and it makes you want to fucking pop up and down. And dude, I love singing those songs, man, but 
I did watch. Uh, I got some homework for you guys. If you guys want to watch a cool video, sorry, excuse me. Uh, if you want to watch a good video, look up Chuck Berry, Johnny B. Good, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's performing at the Municipal Stadium with the E Street Band, Bruce Springsteen, and the video is fucking awesome because Chuck Berry, a pin, a pillar, a pillar of rock and roll. A pillar of United States rock and roll music. And actually, worldwide rock and roll music. You can thank Chuck Berry for acts such as The Beatles. And then you can thank The Beatles for acts such as all of them. Following 1965. How about that? Huh? So you're welcome. Including the E Street Band and... Bruce Springsteen. So you can thank him for that. And you're welcome. But anyways, the video is sweet. He sings Johnny Be Good. And he, and he he's like 80 or 70 something in the video. And he fucking rocks. And it's and it's fucking it, it rules. How about that? I thought my fucking tweet was fired tonight, by the way. You can follow me at Ryan Woods, two S's. At Ryan underscore Woods, two S's on Twitter. I thought my tweet fucking went hard. I tweeted about you can either become a guy that reads motivational books and posts about it all the time, or you can become a girl that buys houseplants and posts about it all the time. I thought that fucking tweet was hilarious, but apparently I was the only one. And I'm always by myself. <laughs> I find myself making myself laugh more than I make other people laugh. And you know what? It's all good. It's what life's about. Hey, man, I just want to laugh. Hey, man, live, laugh, love. Hey, man, have you tried the hemp sweatshirts, man? They make you feel one with nature. Ah, oh, fuck off. The fucking weed people are the worst, aren't they? When they were trying to get weed legalized, or they still are, I guess. It's not legal on a federal level. Go fuck yourself. There's people out in Colorado. Can we legalize weed, man? You know what you can do? You can make I think Burr talked about this. You can make paper and you can you can uh you can make fucking sweatshirts out of it, man. Sounds good for you. And then now that it's legal, they're just fucking getting high. They just didn't want to be bothered. They're just like, fuck it. We just want to get high. Hey, man. Just get high, man. Has that voice gotten old? Probably. I did think it was funny that fucking weed is such a thing. When you when you tell people, no, I've never smoked weed. And they're like, what? You've never smoked weed? And it's like, no, man. Because I don't give a fuck. Because it's always the people that smoke weed. They're like, they always post these photos of like, how many times can you say like in the same sentence? I'm going for the record. Um, they always post photos of people like Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt. And it's like, they have 28 or whatever the fuck gold medals between them. And they smoke weed to relax. And it's like, yeah, but you work at Big Lots. And you smoke weed and sit in your basement all day. So, I mean, I don't think you guys are the same. So, thanks for coming. <laughs> oh, I just cracked my back. 
You know who I know who needs to crack their back? The President of the United States. Donald Trump. That guy needs to crack his back. Because I saw him... I'm a big proponent of, you got to fix those feet. That's the new thing. Fix them feet. Put that on a t-shirt. Fix them feet. Because if your feet are facing outward, dude, your gate's all fucked up. Got to fix that gate, right? Make a conceited effort, a concentrated effort to get those feet aligned. Get your body straight. And I saw that guy turn, I saw his side profile today. First of all, that hair, perfect, fucking flawless. But if, but he turned, and those, you know when somebody's really probably got back pain and spinal issues or whatever, when their head isn't, when their ears are not aligned with their shoulders, because that's a problem. You got to have those ears aligned with the shoulders, the middle of your ear aligned with the shoulders. It's a telltale sign of back problems and spinal issues and posture issues. So that guy, I mean, he's the president, so he probably has access to things that you and I can only dream of when it comes to chiropractors and and medicines and the fucking back-cracking machines that they got going on over at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, all right? So I just want you to know that I'm looking out for him. And so if someone can get this back to him and say, hey, man, Hey man, Ryan said you need to cut the you need to get that back cracked and cut the shit. And they'll be like, What? And they get the back cracked and cut the shit. And they'll be like, All right, well, I gotta get my back cracked. And he walks over, cracks his back. Cause he's probably stressed out. Things are going pretty poorly. I mean, I don't know how, man. These Trump people are weird. The super political people in general, like I think uh a lot I think it's funny how Having a lot of bumper stickers, especially a lot of political bumper stickers, that seems really like a, a sign of mental illness. You know, that seems like a real big problem. If I knew somebody, if I was going to date a girl, you know, or have a friend, and they showed up to like the bar, you know, we're going out, and they showed up, and they have fucking a ton of bumper stickers, no matter what political affiliation they are, I think I'm out. I'd be like, ah, so this will be the only time we hang out. And then they'll be like, what? I'm like, nothing. And I'll never see them again after that night. That's the beauty of it. And then the people that put the big yard signs out in their lawn with the Trump Pence or Biden or whoever. It's like, who gives a fuck? You weirdo. It's a sign, that's got to be a sign of like mental problems. Like when you really think it matters that much. And the people getting on board now with the president, I mean, look, things haven't been going right for the guy for about five months. And to be on board now is really weird. And then the people that are really into the president and then post it online all the time, especially in my life, they act like they're marginalized. Like they act like, they act like uh, people are out to get them. And I'm like, I don't know, man. He's the president. It's not like you're rooting for some like some background character here. You're not rooting for the guy off in the corner. Like you're, you, you got the guy in the office. So you're at the top of the hill here. I, I really don't know what the fuck you're, you're whining about, acting like you're marginalized. I think you're in the minority. I don't think you're my, in the minority here. But oh well.
Whatever, man. People are weird. People are weird with this political shit, man. They make their friends off of it. They pick. They they decide to pick their family members. I will say the QAnon um, stuff is wild. I gotta bring this up for you. This is a new segment I like to call QAnon because it's a Reddit thing that was sent to me. QAnon casualties. This is so fucking funny. So. QAnon <laughs> is obviously, if you don't know what QAnon is and you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I don't know what you're doing. But if you're aware of QAnon, he, I guess they, them, QAnon, it could be multiple people, it might be one person, it might not even be real. Who fucking knows? They talk about conspiracies online, you know, and, and Trump is the savior. So that's basically the premise. It's a lot deeper than that. Look it up yourself. I don't have time. I already went into it. But this QAnon casualties thing is hilarious. Because I'm going to read you three of them here. Or maybe just two. One of them is pretty long. Fuck, I'm not peeking at the right time. Anyways, a couple of these are long. I mean, so I'm going to read maybe one or two. They're really funny. This one's from a lady... She says, my son's checkup is in an hour, and my husband just went to work with tears in his eyes. Why, you might ask? Because his son getting shots for the first time or something? Well, hold on tight. We never came to an understanding on vaccines. He literally thinks I'm about to go and damage my son for life. Who knew a checkup would cause such stress in our marriage? I hate that this cult has made him so paranoid about life. I hate that it has caused him to think I don't, in quotes, trust him. This whole situation sucks. And so that's just a small part. And when that was sent to me, I thought to myself, that's so true. Because I know so many people now who are obsessed with these outlandish fucking theories that are based on nothing other than a couple of hashtags that Facebook bans because, you know, they end up inciting violence or misinformation. And Mark Zuckerberg is grilled every every three months about it. And then here's another one. No longer speaking to my mother. Thanks a lot, Q. Congratulations on tricking innocent, vulnerable people into political, conspiracy-obsessed digital warriors. My mom averages five nonsensical posts per day on social media let alone the messages and calls I get as she's trying to get me to wake up, in quotes. She berated me and raised her voice when I told her I would not be voting for the president. I finally had enough today and told her she has caught too deep in a cult slash conspiracy and that she can call me when she decides to change. I told her I loved her, but she won't be hearing from me anymore until she gives up this bullshit. It's shitty enough that my dad stopped talking to me years ago. Now neither of my parents will be present in my life. I hate that my mom and dad fell victim to this BS propaganda. Now I thought about that, and I thought about all the nice, normal people I thought I knew until I realized they were involved in this shit. And then they literally go crazy. And they, this is the problem, right? The problem is, you have people who are very, uh, obviously, especially in times like these, 
um, very vulnerable to conspiracy because we all love a good conspiracy because we have a society that is like, if I take this, I need to get that. This, then that equals this. And it's a very like, do you have to know this? Because then this equals that. This equals that, I get this. You know, if I put this much in, I get this much out. It, it's a very societal thing that we have. And they think that one plus one equals two, and everything has to be equal, and everything has to be normal, and there's no trial and error, because if you have trial and error, you're lying, and you're this and that. And so the QAnon thing works out so well, because he never promises anything. He just says there will be a certain date, and then those dates come and go, and then he's like, well, it's because this, this, and this. And it's all plausible until you dig deep. It's all just very surface level. And I just think about all these people who have all these... who These people I thought were normal. And then I thought were cool who now only post about this stuff. And then when you try to go back at them, like, well, what is your proof? It says everyone's being censored. And I'm like, oh, that's a perfect excuse. Why didn't I never think of that? Why when I was getting in trouble in school... About, you know, when I would do something wrong, I could just like, oh, you know, if I failed a test, I could have gone home to my mom and been like, hey, everyone's being censored. They don't want you to know the truth that I'm actually good at school. And then she'd be like, what? I'm like, I'm actually good at school. And she'd be like, no, you're not. You're fucking failing. I'm like, no, that's what they want you to think. And she'd be like, who's they? I'd be like, them. You know them. They're out there. They, them, this, that. And she'd be like, what? And she'd just fucking hit me upside the head. But you know what doesn't fucking help the QAnon theories? The fact that the Lebanese government just quit this week. Which is fucking bonkers. And I don't know if there's a better way to put it. That's why I think that's why news cycles really don't last. Or news stations have no faith. Because, you know... They don't say words like bonkers. Like, I'm about to read this article... Lebanese, Lebanon's government steps down in wake of Beirut blast. Beirut blast, sorry. If you don't know what happened, I guess some uh, plant or manufacturing site in Beirut on the coast there blew up some ammonium nitrate, stuff used in fertilizer. Look, I'm stupid, so having me explain it is no good. So I'm not going to try. Lebanon's government stepped down on Monday night, less than a week after a massive explosion killed more than 160 people and sparked days of violent protests. Now, the government just stepped down. So what does that mean? That was like my first thought. The government just stepped down. You mean they just gave up and quit? I mean, fucking bastards. Prime Minister Hassan Diab addressed the nation, announcing his resignation and that of his government. Okay, so there's probably another party. In the wake of the blast, in which he called a disaster beyond measure. In an impassioned speech, Diab berated Lebanon's ruling political elite of fostering what he called an, an apparatus of corruption bigger than the state. Oh, so there's more people? He's talking about they. That's so funny. He's talking about them and they and these people. We have fought valiantly with dignity, he said, referring to members of the cabinet. Between us and the change is a big, powerful... Between us and change is a big, powerful barrier. Diab compared Tuesday's explosion to an earthquake that rocked the country. Well, I would say so. Prompting his government to resign, and we have decided to stand with the people. Three cabinet ministers already quit, along with seven members of parliament. parliament. Huh. 
Yeah, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Tuesday's blast would damage mud or destroy most most of the Lebanese capital. Was linked to was linked to a long ne- neglected stash of potentially explosive chemicals. That's like something out of a movie. It's like, hey, where should we put these explosive chemicals? I don't know. Over here. All right. You think this could be a problem later on? Maybe, but I'm not worried about it. And then one day, you're fucking worried about it. Unless those people died. Then, I mean, I guess they're not worried about it. And that's the dark joke of the day. I think that's all I got today this week, folks. I don't have anything less left. You guys been doing anything fun? I guess I'll, I guess I'll waste five more minutes. I'm getting pretty fucking sleepy, though. I don't want to fucking burn out. Um, we had some friends say, you guys should take a weekend getaway. You ever have those people in your life? You guys should do something. Take a weekend off. Take a weekend. Get out. Get out. Go somewhere. I'm like, yeah, that would make sense any other year. I don't want to go anywhere, man. I had this bright idea. I was like, maybe we should go to Graceland, huh? And Dana was like, what's Graceland? I was like, yeah, we're not going to go. <laughs> you know, where Elvis was born. But it's so far away, and I could just go to fucking the Rock Hall. I don't need to see fat Elvis buried in the ground or whatever. Who gives a fuck, right? So people have been telling us to go on vacation, and I'm like, ah, I don't fucking want to go on vacation. Why would I go on vacation? I have everything I could want here. You know, everything I could want. No death here. No virus. Nothing bad happening to me here. I could just fucking chill. Why would I want to go on vacation? That seems like hell right now. All the restrictions, just to come back and complain about how closed everything was. Like, I know so many people that went to, like, Vegas and were like, dude, we couldn't even go in and get a fucking drink without fucking spending money at a table. And I'm like, yeah, because they lost a bunch of money through all this. I think that's why I'm so good at handling all this pandemic stuff is because I didn't, I never looked outside of my own house. I never thought about what was going on in other places in the world. I kind of just made it seem like it was all about me, which is very egotistical. But is it a good coping mechanism? Maybe. Maybe people should do that. And then they wouldn't get so wrapped up in conspiracies that aren't real. Maybe that would be fun. But people tell us to go on vacation. And I'm like, well, why would I go on vacation? And they're like, well, you can go somewhere. You can go down and camp. You know what I don't want to fucking do? I don't want to camp. All right? I don't give a fuck about the outside. All right? Fuck outdoors. Who gives a fuck? <sighs> Just remember, you can always email me at ryanwoodspod at gmail.com. I mean, come on down. Email me. I get so many fucking spam emails on this email account as I'm checking it now because I'm getting fucking tired, but go ahead and uh, email me and uh, we'll talk about things. I think that'll be the podcast for this week. Um, I'm getting happy for some, for some. Uh, looks like no college football this year, which sucks. Maybe if we all got one on board in March and April, things might have been different. But it seems that we are going to have some issues. It seems that football is not going to work. Baseball, not going well. Some teams haven't played in three weeks. Going on three weeks now. So that's okay. 
I know I'm boring you guys with the sports talk this week, but I have nothing, man. I got nothing. I talked investing. I talked... What else did I talk about? See, this is what I don't like about people listening to my podcast. They tell me what I talked about. I don't even remember. What's it matter? I think that'll be it, man. I think that'll be the podcast. Let me uh, let me pull the music up here, and we can get out of here. How about that, huh? Would that, would that make you guys happy? Maybe if I can pull the music up here. All right, so I got to burn a few more seconds while the music loads in. <sighs> I don't know, man. Football's not going to happen. People get mad at me when I'm like, why are we even playing fantasy football? The fucking season's not even going to happen. I don't know what you guys fucking want from me. And they're like, dude, why are you being so negative? Are you rooting against the season? It's like, no, maybe I'm just a realist and you guys don't fucking want to wear masks. How about that? Huh? How about that, motherfucker? So while this music loads in, gets progressively louder. There we go. Boom. All right, man. Don't forget you can don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can email me at ryanwoodspod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for checking out the What's It Like podcast that I was on. Uh, Hannah did a great job. Um, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at ryanwoods. Two S's. Twitter at Ryan underscore Woods. Like the Facebook page. I'll be back next week. We'll see you. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.